0: So we are now about to start on step one. We've talked about original sin and prevenient grace that got us to this moment and now we're going to talk about step one in our stairway to heaven in the holiness tradition. We uh, want to uh, be sure that uh, we cover this step because it puts us in the proper Uh, mindset and spirit to begin to receive
1: salvation I have some scriptures that I'd like to share with you and it's interesting uh, the uh, building of the uh, scriptures because it helps to identify uh, where we are before we come to this stage of repentance and so the first one uh, that I'd like to share with you is uh, Mark chapter 1 and verse 15 And saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand, repent. Have a change of mind and conduct for the better, and believe the good news. Bear fruits that are deserving and consistent with repentance. Uh, That is, conduct worthy of a heart change. And do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able from these stones to rise up descendants for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees, so that every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. And the multitudes asked him, Then what shall we do? And he replied to them, He who has two tunics, let him share with him who has none, and he who has food, let him do the same way. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said, Collect no more than the fixed amount appointed you. Those serving as soldiers also asked him, What shall we do? And he replied to them, Never demand by terrifying people or by accusing wrongly, and always be satisfied with your rations and with your wages. And now uh, let's turn to Romans chapter 3, and we'll start with verse 9. Well then, we are, uh, are we Jews superior and better off than they? Not at all. We have already charged that all men, both Jews and Gentiles, are under the sin held down and subject to its control. As it is written, none is righteous, upright, and conscientious, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks out God. All have turned aside, together they have gone wrong and have become unprofitable and worthless. No one does right, not even one. And then turn with me again to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. Yet I am glad now, not because you were pained, but because you were pained into repentance, and so turn back to God. For you fe- uh, felt a grief such as God meant you to feel so that in nothing you might suffer loss through us or harm for what we did for godly grief and the pain God is permitted to direct produced a repentance that leads to salvation and deliverance from sin and it never brings regret oh.
0: So we are on uh, our way to coming uh, out of the situation of rebellion against God and provenient grace has been showered upon us and uh, has directed us now uh, on our way to repentance. We have to acknowledge that the good news has to be bad news first. Somehow, we have to acknowledge that we have wronged God, we have wronged others, we have sinned, and we have this burden. And that we must deal with that bad news before we can be ready to receive the good news of the gospel. So, from provenient grace, as uh, we follow the, the path of grace, we come to this step self centered burdened by sin, and with guilt over rebellion against God. None of these things can be uh, fixed by ourselves. We are now in essentially a helpless state as we come before uh, the throne of grace. But first of all, we must acknowledge this convicting grace that leads us to the repentance step. Once again, God initiates, brings to us convicting grace, providing the way for us to respond uh, to our helpless situation. So God initiates the convicting grace, allows us to step up onto uh, the step of repentance. And once we do that, we now begin to see a change happening in our inward and outward uh, attitudes and behaviors. For now we are the penitent and uh, we come before God and finally acknowledge our conviction of sin, that we have been wrong, we have been selfish, and there is also a corresponding feeling of sorrow of the heart, meaning that it goes deep into our core. This is not a light, I'm sorry, I understand my predicament I am helpless in sin and so there is an inward sorrow that also should be present but not only that there are fruits of repentance while we are on that step and if there is time and opportunity because sometimes we move very quickly through this step uh, right into uh, step two of salvation uh, sometimes a uh, perhaps a sermon will bring this uh, conviction to our heart and then uh, the pastor will offer uh, an opportunity to uh, be saved and move into faith very quickly but if there is time between these two events then the fruit of repentance will uh, show in ways that uh, the penitent uh, is indeed ready to believe in Jesus Christ. There should be a sense of ceasing from evil acts, a new resolve to do good, to forgive others, because the Bible says if we do not forgive our brother, why would God forgive you? And so there's a deep sense of forgiving restitution for your uh, sinful uh, acts to others that you're aware of to uh, be a part of a fellowship as soon as they can to participate in the means of grace which is fasting prayer worship communion and to prepare yourself For that next step of salvation and also there should be a sense of initial obedience
1: to God uh, with the light that you are given I think it's it's been clearly pointed out uh, through Scripture uh, that there there needs to be a a kind of a definite uh, crisis in our lives Uh, and what I mean by crisis is I guess best referred to in a medical sense uh, a person's health if it's if it's declining uh, can get to uh, a certain point to whether it is either going to get better or else it won't and that particular crisis point is what we're referring to here in this spiritual sense in in the verse that I read from Luke it talked about a consistency uh, in, in repentance and a conduct that's that's worthy of a heart change. And I can sense uh, in my mind's eyes, some of you are making a mental note of all these things that you've got to go through. The important thing to recognize here is the Holy Spirit is the person that's involved in your life that's leading. You through all of this and actually we who he has piqued your interest for you to even be here with us this week uh, and, and that's exactly the way all of us who have ever came to Christ has came in that same method which is which is there is a gradual conviction a consistent conviction uh, that is a state of mind where we recognize that there's something that's out of place And there's something that needs to be done in order to repair that. And what we're talking about is coming uh, to God in this sense of repentance with the idea of wanting to change our lives, to turn them around and turn them towards him and towards what scriptural principles would indicate. So uh, in some of the discussion questions that that we have uh, listed uh, for you, if you have this uh, Bible study in front of you, uh, has to do with the idea of your awareness of your lostness, which is a critical thing. No one can be found until they first admit that they're lost. Uh, it is just, that's uh, not a cliché, it, it rather is a, a, a pure fact, and once a person recognizes that whatever it is that they've been doing, what you've been doing up to this point, hasn't really satisfied you in terms of your relationship to God is is not something to be lamented. That's something that you should be celebrating because the Holy Spirit's at work in your life leading you to the next step, which is going to bring you to this step of repentance and then into full communion with God.
0: I want to clarify, I I want to be sure that folks um, perhaps Repented a long time ago. That are listening, and don't quite remember such a dramatic, such situ- crisis yeah, situation. Yeah. I know. Um, I grew up in the church and uh, had a loving family, a loving church, and uh, sort of went to a confirmation class. As a group, we sort of uh, acknowledged that we needed to repent. And then moved right on to uh, trust in Jesus Christ as Lord, and it—I don't remember a dramatic turnaround like uh, some of the folks that I have known through the ministry, mm-hmm. where um, they've committed a crime or there's been some uh, drug abuse or something, and there, all of a sudden, there is a radical turnaround. Yes. And it's quite amazing to watch that. Yes, it is. But for many of us, uh, it wasn't so dramatic, and yet uh, we all have to go on through step one. That's right. And so I was thinking that sometimes it's even harder for uh, those who are raised in the church and Christian, fa- good Christian families. Uh, it's harder for them to think that they have to do any sort of repentance. Yeah. And so. Uh, again, uh, we don't want to question anybody's faith, but uh, there may be some of us that didn't have such a dramatic uh, step one, but nevertheless, we had to cross from self-serving selfishness to letting Jesus become our master. Right. And the, for us, that was the repentance stage. We just want to assure everyone uh, that you are all unique and that you will travel through step one uh, in different ways.
1: Yeah, I think I think what we're referring to, uh, that is the, that is the bottom line about about all of this. The, the common denominator here is, is that there, is that there is a crisis point. And of course, the more, uh, the farther a person is uh, from what would consider to be godly, I suppose, the more dramatic that would be. But at the same time. Uh, when we first started in the garden, the story of Eve, uh, her uh, attraction uh, to what Satan was telling her was the fact of trying to duplicate what God was created in her life uh, in her her own manner. And so there, there, I think there needs to be a sense of of recognition in our lives that we are apart from God, uh, even uh, uh, even if you know we've been uh, the poster child so to speak of the church mm-hmm. uh, and thankfully there's a lot of us that have came through that kind of uh, of upbringing uh, but uh, nonetheless there needs to be a uh, you know scripturally God expects for us to come uh, to him in this kind of manner and, and thankfully uh, uh, many of you have done that and And perhaps we're just putting labels on this that you really can now understand scripturally what has happened. Right.
0: Uh, You may not have known what was happening to you. Exactly. And that's what was happening. You were going through step one of repentance to get to step two, the glorious moment of salvation. Right.